baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. Whoa, baby, we're here again. <laughs> What's that? that got a text from Jamie. That was than yesterday. Ta- we, got a text from I Jamie. I you do it again, but hey. Got a text from Jamie just a little bit ago and said, I am ready to be charismatic and controversial. So uh, well, <laughs> you may have to handle most of the show because that's, that's probably not me. <laughs> Oh yeah, well we'll uh, we'll muddle through today, Mark, like we've done for quite some time together. And uh, of course, I'm uh, glad to be with you and, and our listeners again for this next hour. And we'll do our best to be slightly entertaining if we can. Uh, we got a pretty good lineup, I think. And I'm glad everybody enjoyed yesterday's show. Uh, I think. I think yeah, great did. show yesterday. Got a lot of good uh, feedback on the um, uh, the bottom three announcers and and media <laughs> people was uh, was really good and. And talking about did our, the, did uh, our names appear on that list? Yeah, we well, that, that well, that was the only caveat yesterday yeah. was that they couldn't put us on the list, uh, even if they <laughs> wanted to. Uh, and then the uh, Colin Coward Bacon Baker Mayfield discussion. So yeah, good show yesterday. Hopefully, be just as good today. We have uh, Coach Michael Federico from uh, ULM Baseball will join us to talk about the uh, ins and outs of baseball recruiting and get his thoughts on the college world series as the college world series jamie canceled last night uh the the weather has been pretty horrific up there in omaha for probably the last week to 10 days a lot of a lot of uh, delays and different things going on with the with the weather about the only thing they haven't had i guess is a tornado they've had just about everything else and one of the things last night too a little aspect of this, Jamie, that that does affect this, uh, that a lot of people may not realize, but it'll help the pitchers uh, because they are going to get extra rest that they wouldn't normally get uh, to be able to uh, come out, and it'll it'll help both teams uh, get all their staffs just a teeny bit fresher. You'd be surprised what one. Some people go, well, you know, one day is not that big a deal. Well, for especially for the starters. If you get an extra day's rest, that's big. Uh, so the pitching may be a little more, a little more effective uh, on longer term with uh, the extra rest with the uh, couple of, with the delay from yesterday. The weather is supposed to improve, and so hopefully they'll be able to get that game one in tonight, Arkansas versus Oregon State. So that's that's one thing. Uh, another quick uh, headline: Coach Federico will join us at 9:15, so we'll have him on here in just in just a little bit. Uh, another aspect that of uh, some other headlines: uh, Your thoughts on uh, as as France and Denmark have just started uh, their match in the World Cup, uh, just in the uh, first couple of minutes. What do you think about LeBron not getting the MVP? Going to James Harden. Interesting, huh? Your thoughts on that? I think that uh, actually, I, I don't put a lot of stock in, and I don't know if most people do, but I think um, I think Anthony Davis was in the in that uh, final and final three as well. Honestly, knowing the NBA and the way they like to uh, like to keep a storyline going all the time, I think 
they probably just went a different route just for ratings and just to try to make people tune in and something like that. I don't really think it, 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 it affects, um, you know, I, I think there's, don't worry, there's going to be plenty of attention come LeBron James's way right now as far as where he might land. And I kind of want to get your, your thoughts on that too, Mark, before maybe we go to break. But I think a lot of it's just uh, trying to generate some news. I really don't think it makes in the big scheme of things. I, don't, I think, you know, Golden State is pretty much proven that if you get the right chemistry, and I think that's the key, the right number of players being able to distribute the ball, space the floor, play to a certain style, which fits them, and they have the players that do. I really don't think it – you saw, and no offense to the Cavaliers uh, as a team, but, I mean, you it was, to me, the whole series was basically five on one. And LeBron James, and he took some ridiculous shots and made most of them. Or a lot of them, but it was, you know, it was as far as team chemistry, you know, it just wasn't there. Uh, the horses weren't there for Cleveland like they simply were for Golden State. And, you know, I think talking about, uh, you know, piggybacking a little bit about that conversation yesterday between Baker Mayfield and Colin Cowherd, I think Colin Cowherd kind of addressed in a, in a very direct way that, hey, I am a I'm a team leader. I am a teammate, and my teammates respect me. Um, I don't think necessarily um, the MVP should be who's the highest scorer, the best. I mean, it's it's you know what kind of uh, what kind of production do you get out of your teammates along with you? But uh, I think perhaps the NBA sees that differently. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. That is the Washington Health Valley Credit Union hotline and text line. We're also sponsored by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital in 165 in Monroe, 345-4545, the best pet care anywhere on the planet. And Mr. Bobby Manning, tremendous-based North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, personal injury, wrongful death. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 342-1411. And Spa Nouvelle, pamper the special person in your life. And they are on Lammy Lane in Monroe. 8071060 and we have a call on the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline Marcel good morning Good morning guys uh I was going to call in anyway I'm glad you brought this up I can't think of a, a bigger travesty of, of awards ever given out than LeBron James not winning the MVP this year Marcel let me ask you a question since you made that comment and I want to get your thought on it as a listener. Do you think sometimes, and not just in basketball, and in baseball you usually don't have the same guy over and over. You do sometimes more in football, but it's more of a football-basketball situation. Do you think sometimes, and this is just an opinion, do you think sometimes they just kind of give it to somebody else so the same person doesn't keep getting it just to kind of spur a little interest? I think and that's a great point because I think that's exactly what, what the NBA, especially the NBA. LeBron James, you could have taken any of the last four or five years, and if he would have been named MVP, everybody would have said he was well-deserved. Now, sure, Steph Curry, I mean, you break records, but I mean, especially this year, James Harden, the man plays no defense, has never played defense. He's notorious, and it's become a, a – a tradition of his or, or a calling card of his, when it comes down to crunch time, he disappears. Now, I think one thing that 
that is a something I wish they would do different on this is that these votes are taken at the end of the regular season. Right. They don't include the playoffs. And that's a good point because a lot of people don't realize that the votes are cast after the last day of the regular season. And, you know, when you're playing, when you're playing the type of game that the NBA referees call during the regular season, a guy like James Harden gets 23 free throws a game because he gets these shadow fouls. But in the playoffs, he doesn't get those calls. Uh, and it's obvious, and you can see it because he is he is totally useless uh, in the, in the fourth quarters of the playoffs. Has been for the last three years with that. But it's just like Puffy said, LeBron took his team by himself this year. I mean, if there was ever a season that 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 he has really excelled above and beyond what others have done, you know. Does Harden have the season he has without Chris Paul? No way. Good point. Yeah. No way. Chris Paul was was the reason Harden got as many opportunities that to to be the offensive player. Now he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. But LeBron had no help, no help at all. And did they finish fourth in the league? Yes, they did. But at the same time. Without LeBron, you put James Harden on that Cleveland team, they would even have made the playoffs. Yeah, and I think, Marcel, I think that leads to, at some point, another discussion that we've had uh, before on some of our shows, and that is what constitutes the MVP. You know, it used to be that they literally would, would look at, well, who was the most valuable player to their team? I remember that one year when the Chicago Cubs in baseball were really, really bad, and Andre Dawson – had just uh, an absolute, an absolute had a career year and just dominated the National League in all the offensive categories, and he won the MVP on a last place team. And now, even with the uh, Heisman Trophy, the Heisman Trophy usually now goes to the best player on the best team, and you know, I mean, with a few exceptions, but uh, it's always a team that is in the in the national championship hunt. Well, maybe that guy you know, is not necessarily the best player in college football. And I think the, that kind of philosophy has kind of bled over into uh, pro sports. Again, not just basketball, but it's, uh, you know, kind of the best player on the best team who has the statistics. If a, that, that's sad because, it, you know, the, the award is, speaks for itself. It's supposed to be the most valuable player to the team in the league for that team. I think, I personally, I think AD would have, should have been a better vote than hard. I mean, what, what he did after Boogie went down. Uh, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But it's Good just, point. That, that to me is just, it, it just really makes, it It, it kind of takes the respect to me out of the NBA with that. It just, it, it's just a travesty with that. Uh, but it, you made the point. I mean, it, I think it's, you know, do they do this because, of, you know, what happens if they have the same guy over and over, but, you know, that didn't seem to stop it right back when MJ was doing it. They was putting him in every year. Yeah, I star. I called it. I call it uh, star player fatigue, is the phrase that I like to use uh, when you've got you know pretty much the same people or the same person winning every year and every year and every year. Do they do they just kind of go? You know, we've done this over and over. We've had this. We've had this discussion before. Uh, do we just kind of go with somebody else just to kind of stir things up a little bit? And, 
one more final point I'll get off here, but the saddest part of it all is that, you know, historical-wise, I mean, think about how many times this year we've had, you've heard that, who's the best, MJ or, or, or LeBron, who's the best? Well, historically, you know, when you look at it, MJ's got, what, four or five MVPs? Because that's what you count. You count the rings, you count the MVPs. And then when you see LeBron and he's got one or two, when realistically he should have had four or five. Now, we're living in the age of LeBron now. I'm old enough to live in the age of MJ, too. But what about these guys 10, 20 years from now who have never watched any of them play live? And then they start looking, and the only comparisons they have is going to be, you know, how many rings, how many MVPs, things like that. It's not fair. It's just not fair to, to, to the legacy because, quite frankly, what he did this year is just probably, in my opinion, one of the better individual performances to help a team of any player I've ever seen. And I'll get off there. I appreciate you letting me rant on that. No problem, Marcel. Thanks for calling, buddy. We appreciate you. And yeah, we do have job. some on the uh, on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. We'll read real quick before we go to the break. Uh, Tyler says, um, let's see, he did average three points uh, more a game. And let's stop with the LeBron took his team by himself. LeBron picked his team, so he deserved what he gets. I mean, would you rather have Kevin Love or Chris Paul? And then uh, FS says, Jamie Foxx, charismatic, controversial, and fun. Just ask him. <laughs> wow, hammering on hammering on Jamie Foxx this morning. Well, that's but then a great he says, way to start the morning. <laughs> but then he says, Karan Butler said LeBron picked up eight guys at Snap Fitness and took them to the playoffs. <laughs> that's what uh, Karan Butler said. Uh, he was uh, an analyst for one of the uh, for one of the broadcasts. 888-993-7762. We'll take a little bit of a break from the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. And when we return, head baseball coach from the ULM Warhawks, Michael Federico, will join us right after this on The Edge. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to our moving sale. We're moving into our new dealership, and we've got to reduce what we have to move. We've got 18 Journey SE with Black Top Edition and Popular Equipment Group for only $19.9. 18 Chargers with the Black Top Appearance is only $24.9. Get an 18 Chrysler 300 Touring for only $25.9. And get an 18 Jeep Cherokee Latitude Plus for only $19.9. We've also got great deals on demos, so don't miss our moving sale and huge discounts at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. What do I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital? Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. 
I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Paid announcer dramatization. Your order, sir. You know what would really hit the spot? What's that? Getting T-boned at an intersection. Said no one ever. If your plans have been drastically changed due to someone else's negligence, call Campbell House and Cummins in Monroe. Wade House knows personal injury law, and he'll work tirelessly to help you get back on track. To schedule a free consultation, visit 318law.com. Campbell House and Cummins, helping people. It's what we do. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. <laughs> That's still, you made the best thing yesterday. We try not to do anything on the edge of Terry Waldrop. <laughs> Let's go to the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and bring in, uh, got to know him real well during the baseball season, and it was a pleasure to do so. Michael Federico, the head coach from the ULM Warhawks in baseball, joins us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Thanks for thanks for coming in with us, Coach. I know this is kind of a – a lot of people don't think that this is a busy time for you guys, but I know you're hosting camps and having uh, maybe uh, leagues on your on your campus and, and uh, still trying to uh, recruit and everything else. So I uh, appreciate the time this morning. Um, Absolutely. That, yeah, that's one thing I, where I wanted to start is with, with recruiting. People don't understand, Coach um, – unless you've been around it or been a coach or a player or both like you, uh, people don't realize I have always said to anybody that would listen to me, which sometimes isn't many, but it's <laughs> not often. Yeah, not often, but baseball, college baseball coaches have the most difficult time with recruiting than any other college coach because of all of the different factors that you guys have to juggle around that are kind of unknowns. And what I mean by that is let's go through some of them. First of all, uh, you know, sometimes you do know when you're going to have a guy get drafted and leave early. 
Uh, but sometimes you don't. You know, you have a guy or a couple of guys sometimes maybe that blossom during the year that you hadn't uh, maybe recruited their position or not as hard thinking that they were going to be back and then all of a sudden they have a great year. They get drafted. They decide to leave and go on with that. You've got the uh, one-year, possibly two-year junior college guys uh, that you have to come in. You've got a lot of different things that you have to try to fill your roster out. Plus, you may sign a high school kid, uh, and he ends up doing something, maybe gets drafted and ends up signing and not coming to your school. And so, you know, all of those things are things that that all other types of coaches don't have to deal with all that factors. You guys have all of my admiration to put the best possible quality lineup uh, out on the field for ULM when you've got to deal with all of those different things. So talk to us a little bit about those struggles. Yeah, baseball is definitely a unique sport when it comes to it. You know, I mean, even, you know, like you're saying with the draft, uh, yesterday there was a kid uh, that was actually the 35th pick overall, so he's basically a first-round draft pick from the Georgia area that was going to a four-year school. And he ended up signing with the junior college yesterday just to kind of put himself back in the draft for next year. So, uh, you know, you think that guy, okay, goes in the first round, we're going to lose him, we're going to lose him to the big leagues, but he ends up signing with the junior college to try to negotiate some things for the, the money side of it. So it, it does make it unique, uh, and, and, you know, you're trying to balance those things out. And, and our guys can be drafted out of high school. You can be drafted if you're a junior college kid after your freshman or sophomore, and then, of course, your, your third and fourth year here, or sometimes their fifth year. Um, from that standpoint so that makes it unique and, and the thing with baseball too that a lot of the other sports don't have is um, you know when we go to see a game first of all you got to worry about the weather because you can't play in the rain like you can with some of the other sports basketball they know that they're going to play um, you know football as long as there's no lightning they know that they're going to play and then the other thing too for us is there's a baseball game almost every day of the year you can you know whether it's at a local high school a little league, uh, there's showcases that go on every day, and you know how do you balance those things out? Uh, I was actually in Houston, Texas yesterday, um, recruiting all day with Coach Collins, my my offensive coordinator, and uh, you know there was there was three coaches that were in Omaha just this weekend that were already there. So you know you go from that high of being in Omaha and you get knocked out, and then you're back on the recruiting trail. Uh, you know the next the next day for the most part can't miss those things because you've got to see the talent and all that stuff so it is it is a kind of a, a unique sport to do with that and, and like I said there's there's baseball almost every day of the year except for Christmas and Easter and uh, you know, so you, you, you feel like you have to be everywhere um, you know not only seeing the local stuff but you also have to see the stuff in South Louisiana or you know our neighboring states there's Juco baseball and um, which is really really big and, and it's been something we've kind of focused on this upcoming year with what we're bringing in so um and, and we lost a kid named eric sabrowski in the 14th round this year so you know it's fun and exciting to have those guys go through those things where you know you, you want success you talk to them on the recruiting side of it like hey man come here and we'll, we'll give you a chance to hopefully be drafted and stuff but they end up putting themselves in that position and he got the money that was right for him and his family and uh you know you, you wish him well because let's face it ultimately for in our sport they're they're trying to they have a small window in order to get to the big leagues and uh, when you get those opportunities you got to run with it coach uh my first time to interview and i hope it's one of, of many more but um 
And I heard you address this a little bit more, but for those in the audience who didn't have the opportunity to, to hear it, uh, you took a team basically the same makeup as, as the year before that, that won 12 games, and you, and you almost doubled the win total, um, 23 wins uh, from the year before, 12. And, and I thought the, the most interesting thing about it is you basically did it with the same basically the same roster. There's always going to be a little, little turnover and tweaking, but you did it basically with the same roster. Tell us a little bit about what you think you did and the players did to make this season uh, so much more successful than the year before. Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is is the guys bought into what myself and our coaching staff was, was preaching to them and trying to educate them on. And, you know, we, we took the approach that every day is a job interview. Um, every day you have an opportunity to um, you know, present yourself not only on the baseball field but be successful in the classroom to get a degree here, um, you know, to be successful in life. And, uh, you know, my philosophy when I got here is, and I told the team at the first meeting was, look, you know, I, I, hear, I hear people say, well, just wait till you get your guys in here. And I never took that philosophy. I took the philosophy that it's kind of like, uh, you know, somebody getting remarried and, and inheriting some kids. And uh, I looked at it like these are my stepkids, and, and maybe I don't know them that well, but I worked really, really hard myself and my staff to get to know each one of those guys. And I think when when you can do that, and you can show your kids love, and they they can they buy into it. It, it wasn't false anything that we were doing. Um, you know, our strength staff did a great job in the fall, kind of bringing them together. And, um, you know, we had some seniors that were hungry, that they were like, you know, this is it. This is my last year. Um, and they bought into it. And they, all good teams, in my opinion, it starts in the clubhouse. And our coaching staff did a good job of explaining that to those guys. And then there was a couple seniors like Will Daniels who basically just took the, took the bull by the horns in the clubhouse. And he, he created that culture. And I'll be forever indebted to him. I know the success that we're going to have in the future is going to be a big part of that to those 12 seniors that we had this year. That They bought into it, and they were hungry. And you saw even Gino Marucci at the end of the year, he didn't play much, but yet he was still energized, and we were working so hard just to try to get into that conference tournament just to taste that postseason because none of them had done that. Unfortunately, we came up short to get to that point. But I think the, the culture that was created was because of our coaching staff you know, really educating those guys into, hey, man, we're all champions and we all have opportunities. And um, those seniors really, really thrived on that. And I think that the love that we showed them, the, the expectations that we gave them, uh, it was just different than what was what it was in the past for whatever reason. I won't get into those things, but uh, they bought into it. And, um, you know, I think we overachieved in a lot of ways this year. But I also feel like we underachieved. You know, we had a couple chances where we could have won a couple games too. That uh, you know, maybe it, it, it takes us over the top and at least gets us into the tournament. And uh, you know, unfortunately, fell short with that. But uh, very, very proud. Even even some of our losses, we were in the game. You know, we were you know one pitch or one hit or uh, you know one out away from you know beating. And, and one of the teams is still playing. I mean, we were, we, were, we had a chance to beat Arkansas. We had a chance to beat Coastal Carolina, who was a host. You know, we had yeah. one, one pitch away from beating some of those people, and we didn't execute it, and, you know, we ended up losing it. But the teaching moments that we gave those guys and what they bought into were, were, was exceptional, and I'll be forever indebted to those uh, those seniors that we had this past year. Coach, you talked about your staff, and I know uh, in talking with you uh, earlier in the season, 
or during the season that uh, you know you've come from some very stable staffs in your during your coaching career. That's something you really can't underestimate, can you? Is having the stability and the continuity on your staff, where the same kind of uh, techniques, the same kind of uh, uh, principles, the same kind of fundamentals, the same philosophy is taught uh, on a continual basis year after year uh, from the spring to the fall to the off season to the summer uh, all the way through. And that's something you just can't, uh, you can't underestimate that. No doubt. Uh, I, I do believe that. I believe in every endeavor in life, whether it's the military, those people, they know who's under them and, and they want those people in those, those huge operations or if it's in the business sector, uh, you know, if you're a firefighter, you know, you're working with the same people and you understand their pulse and, and you and their heartbeat, you know what's going on and you've got their back and you can protect them, um, you know, no different than a, a husband and wife that, you know, you raise your kids and you want to be on the same page with them and, and that's kind of what a coaching staff can do and I've been very, very fortunate with, um, you know, in the short time that I've been here to, to be with some quality men that uh, impact those guys' lives on and off the field and, uh, you know, it's going to take a little time in order to, to get that stability really in place, you know, whether it's the terminology that we use, uh, you know, because we all come from different backgrounds and different coaching philosophies and things like that and, and what we look for in the recruiting side of it. You know, I may like a, you know, a, a, a tall, lanky, you know, loose catcher and Coach Collins might like a guy that's, you know, the short, squatty body that, um, you know, I like a defensive catcher, and Coach Collins, of course, is an offensive guy. He's going to want an, an offensive guy, so you, you got to get that balance right. But if you look around the country at some of the, the premier programs, and, and that's what we're working towards. We, we, we want to make this a, a baseball program, not just a good baseball team or a good school. Uh, we want this to be an, an elite baseball program, and that's going to take a little bit of time. But uh, the continuity in the staff is definitely something that uh, is, is so – you know, people don't realize it. You know, if, if I get thrown out of a game, which hopefully I don't, but I, I can trust that my coaching staff is going to run the team exactly like I would want to run it. Or if one of my coaches is out on the road recruiting and misses a game, they know that I'm going to coach their hitters or their pitchers exactly like they would want it to be done. And I, I think that's that's huge. And, and I think that, uh, you know, Dr. Bruno and Mr. Floyd are putting us in a position that we can – we can keep some people here for a little while, and um, myself included. And uh, that's that's what I'm hopeful for again, because I, I want I want this to be a baseball program and not just a you know a, a team year in and year out. Uh, that's that's what you're that's what you're looking for when you when you when you think of the successful teams in the country. Uh, it's a program, you know, whether it's you know the Alabama football or whatever. It's, it's that's a program, you know. I mean, they can move people in and out, and it's, it's just going to keep going. And uh, that's that's hopefully what we're going to do here. And uh, that's my intent every day, and stability of the, of the staff is definitely important. Coach, can you hang in with us for another segment real quick? Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. thank you. We're Go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back with more with ULM head baseball coach Michael Federico when we return here on The Edge.
How do you like to spend your weekend? All work, no play? Get the most out of summer with a Hustler Raptor starting at $25.99. Here's Richie McKinney. Hustler mowers are built stronger and perform faster, allowing you more time to do the things you love. Right now, McKinney's has the Hustler Raptor for only $25.99. That's with a 42-inch welded steel deck and 22-horsepower Kohler engine, and you can finance with 0% for 42 months. Stop by McKinney's today, your outdoor superstore and rusted model number 935742. Financing for qualified buyers. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to our moving sale. We're moving into our new dealership and we need to reduce what we have to move. We've got 18 Grand Cherokee Limited with NAV and Uconnect for only $33.9. The all-new 18 Jeep Wrangler four-door sport is only $32.9. 18 Ram 1500 Quad Cab is only $22.9. That's right, $22.9. And 18 Ram 2500 Crew 4x4 Tradesman is only $44.9. We've also got great deals on demos, so don't miss our moving sale and huge discounts in Brennan Dodge and Rustin. Rockin' Fast Car Wash. Rockin' Fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. At Rocket Fast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendance, and the most free vacs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. The biggest Western wear savings of the summer this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. The new J&H Boots and Jeans Tent Sale. Same great tent sale savings as before. Three days only. Ladies Wrangler Skinny Jeans, $16.95. Ladies Fashion Tops start at $9.95. Men's Wrangler Jeans, $17.95. The new J&H Boots and Jeans Tent Sale. This Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Highway 80, West Monroe. Save this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Who has the cheapest prices around? It's Metal Mart in Monroe. Metal Mart now stocks Markdown seconds and thirds. You heard right. Metal Mart has seconds and thirds in stock, and they're marked down to the lowest prices. Don't pay more. Stop by Metal Mart, 5930 Frontage Road behind Sam's in Monroe, or call 343-3900. 343-3900. Check them out on Facebook at Metal Mart Monroe. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge. Our guest, Coach Michael Federico from ULM Baseball. Uh, nice enough to hang in with us for another segment. Jamie, go ahead. Yeah, Coach, I wanted to ask you a little bit uh, about um, – as difficult as Mark pointed out, it is from a recruiting standpoint to bring in, uh, you know, players and so forth and keep them and retain them uh, due to the draft and other things. Uh, scheduling as well uh, is difficult, but kind of give us an idea. And I know you can't be specific at this point, but can you kind of give us an idea of Michael Federico's viewpoint of scheduling from a specifically from a non-conference standpoint? 
Yeah, it's you know it's a unique place here because there's not uh, you know you got Tech and Grambling that are, are down the road, uh, but there's not a lot of you know schools that it, it's easy to play because um, you, you're trying to balance your schedule out where you, you have more home games than you do away games, and uh, you know with with you know somebody like Lafayette and, and Little Rock who are relatively close trips, they're in our league. So you can't play them midweek games like. Louisiana Tech's able to do that, or Grambling's able to do that, so it makes it hard. Um, now, ideally, you know, there's so much stuff that goes into it that a lot of people don't realize as well, because you're trying to get your RPI to, to be high enough to where you can get into a regional as an at-large right. bid as well, so, you know, you, you need the big games like some of the SEC teams, like we did this past year, we went up and played, you know, at Arkansas, and that helped. Uh, and playing on the road and winning those games, is, you get more points than you do um, for playing at home. So, but, but at the same time, you know, you have season ticket holders. You have fans in Monroe that you want to showcase your talents here, and you want to do that on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night as well. So it does make it, it, it very unique to, to do that. Um, you know, and, and the other thing is, too, you kind of have four non-conference weekends to start and, you know, what do you do? Do you play all of them at home and, you know, you bring in these northern snowbirds that come down mm-hmm. or do you sometimes go on the road? And sometimes you have to teach your team how to go on the road, too. So ideally what I would like to do is I would like to have three home series to, to start the year out at, at home and then one of those four home series. So uh, unique somewhere that, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge. Um and, and, you know, that you're going to get some points from the RPI standpoint. And then the midweek stuff, uh, you know, you got to balance those things out. Like I said, you have to have some home games. You have to have some away games. Because, you know, Dr. Bruno, he wants my kids to be in school. So it's not like you can, you know, drive to Dallas every uh, – you know, drive somewhere in Texas every Tuesday or Wednesday and go play A&M or uh, Baylor or you know, Dallas Baptist or some of those teams. Because now, you, now you're missing school on Tuesday. You're getting back late. Tuesday night, and you know you're going to miss class on Wednesday more than likely. So it, it, it makes it very, very unique to do it. Um, and we've got to we've got to try to create some more uh, from a culture standpoint. We want to try to play some of these Louisiana teams because uh, let's face it, a lot of times our fans they want to see us play some of those people. So you know, like next year, the schedule's not finalized at all, but like we're going through tournament to open up the season at LSU. And um, we'll, we'll play them just one time, and we'll play two other teams there. Um, so that'll be, you know, a lot of people, they, they, let's face it, they want to hear, you know, are you playing LSU? Is LSU coming here? And, uh, you know, I know years past, um, you know, Coach Shake has had Mississippi State come here or, or Ole Miss come here. And you, you, you want to create some of those kind of things. Um, and, and I'm continuously working to do that and kind of figure out when, they're going to be coming this way, you know. Is, is Mississippi State on its way to go play uh, A&M, and they can they can stop here on a Wednesday night and play us, like we're going to do next year. We're, we're going to go to Mississippi State and play them on a on a, uh, a Wednesday on our way to Georgia to play Georgia State. So you're trying to you're trying to make make it work into your travel plans, uh, kind of like when you go on summer vacation. You know, you may be going to the beach, but you you stop and go see. You know, something, or you go into the mountains, and you know you go to Dollywood before you go to, you know, somewhere over there in, in East Tennessee. So it's just one of those things that's, that's unique. And then, of course, we've got a we've got budgets that we've got to 
We'll have a four-game home series uh, the second weekend uh, against a team from Illinois. And then our third weekend, we're going to go to Pensacola to play in a tournament at a double-A park down there, which will have uh, West Virginia, uh, Western Kentucky, and Tennessee. So, you know, another regional-type atmosphere. We've got a SEC, a Conference USA, and a Big 12 team playing in a, you know, a pro park. And then the fourth weekend, we'll have um, – uh, a state school that's going to come up here for a three-game series. and So I'm excited about it. We've got Southern Miss back on the schedule next year, uh, midweek game. Uh, we've got Mississippi State. So, you know, we, and then Tech, of course, twice, which is you know, a great rivalry. And you know, what they're doing over there has been, been, been neat to see. And I, hopefully we can get ourselves in an RPI that uh, you know, we can help them out get into a regional, but they can also help us to get into a regional too. And, and ultimately – our league and their league are good enough to be able to do that. Coach, another thing that uh, uh, that you have to balance is, uh, and I and it's funny because you can talk to about five or six different coaches and, and they have different philosophies about this subject, but uh, I wanted to get your perspective. You have to do a balancing act, too, between junior college players and getting freshmen in that will be there for four years, uh, you know, based on, what your need is at a certain position where you have to fill maybe right away where maybe you have an underclassman that's not really ready to, to go into that starting lineup yet. How do you balance how many junior college players you pick up uh, versus your high school players? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, for this, this upcoming year, we've got a, a lot of junior college guys coming in. We had to kind of revamp the lineup uh, and the roster. And um, so we've got a, a, a enormous amount of Juco guys. I felt like that's what we needed to do to try to really be able to compete in the Sun Belt. Um, you know, from my from my vision when I took the job, I knew that that was what we were going to do. Um, you know, you can get a lot of really good players quickly. Um, our scholarships are unique from that standpoint that we can we can bring junior college guys in. What people don't realize too now is we're dealing with 11.7 scholarships. We, we don't have full scholarships. Every one of our guys is paying something go to school here and uh so you know the junior college guys sometimes it's a little bit cheaper endeavor for them for the two-year process compared to the high school guy where it's a four-year investment so uh you know we, we had to we had to budget our money really well like balance our checkbook so to speak and um felt like we could do it from the juco side of it but ultimately i wanted i wanted to be a little bit more to where we get uh in the future i want it to be probably about 60 percent high school guys and 40 percent uh, junior college guys, if, if, if you look at the percentages of what you're going to bring in each year, and typically in a, on a baseball program, you're going to bring in about, you know, eight to eight to 12 guys a year on average. Um, you know, this year we're bringing in, we've got 25 new guys that are coming in. So, uh, like I said, it's, an, it's, a, it's a huge number this upcoming year, but by 2020, we'll be able to balance it out a little bit more. And, um, you know, I love the high school guys. I love the development side of that, uh, especially from the mound, because I think the pitching is so different. And, and when you can bring in a, you know, a high school arm and you can educate them on, you know, strike zones of what umpires do and, and you can put those pitchers in three-game series and, and get them to understand what that's like, it is so much different than a junior college doubleheader for those pitchers. A lot of times those pitchers in junior college, it's a seven-inning game, seven game and one guy throws compared to, uh, and same thing with the high school kids. So the high school kid understands now, and I'm the seventh inning and eighth inning pitcher. All I need to do is go get six outs, and you can put them in that 
that role, and then eventually they can become your, you know, by their junior year, they can become your Friday or Saturday night starter, and, and you can develop them a little bit more. Um, so I, I definitely want to get, get to the high school side of it, but, but the first first couple of years is definitely going to be a little bit more junior college side. And When you look back at a lot of the successful teams that were here at Monroe, um, that's, that's how it was. When you look at some of the teams in our, in our league, uh, whether it's the Coastal Carolinas or the South Alabamas and stuff that have, you know, year in and year out been been really good, they have a, a good mix of junior college guys. And what, another thing that people don't realize around here is there's a lot of junior colleges. When you look to the West and with all the Texas Jucos and to, and, and to our East with all the Mississippi junior colleges, there's a lot of talented kids that uh, are, you know, baseball is one of those things where you may not be a, you know, a five-star athlete out of high school, you're still a little bit undersized, or the high school kid has played football in the fall and baseball in the spring and has never really developed. Um, and so they get to junior college and, man, they just blossom. You know, their velocity goes up or they get a little bit stronger or they get some that back into their belt and, um, you know, they become elite, elite college players. And uh, so it's, it's unique. Like I said, it's, it's one of those things. You know, some people go heavy junior college all the time. Some people are all about development and all about high school, but I think you've got to have a little bit of mix. And from where I've been and the places we, that we've been successful, we've always had a little bit of that balance. And it's usually been about that 60-40, high school guys and 40% UCF. Well, Coach, this has been a very enlightening conversation. Uh, I know uh, it has been for me, and we appreciate the time and, and getting to know you and, and what your philosophy is a little bit, and I think a lot of people now understand a little more where you want to take the uh, ULM program. And, again, I know you're busy, and we appreciate the time. Absolutely. I enjoy being on here, and anytime you guys want me, I'd love to talk. So I know I probably confused a lot of people with all the stuff I've talked about and people have asked questions. So, uh, but I'd love to be on anytime, and uh, anytime we can promote our program, because I think this is going to be a – a great place and i've really enjoyed being here in my short time and especially being on shows like yourself and getting to know you guys i appreciate that and uh wish you nothing but the best and look forward to the next time being on with you guys all right coach thanks again buddy thank you so much take care bye-bye bye-bye coach michael federico ulm warhawk baseball coach and a lot of fun uh, yeah i think he's going to do great things over at ulm we'll go ahead and take our final break and we'll be back to uh, be charismatic and controversial when we return (laughs) here on the edge. Yeah, one more time. Be right back. Bored with a dead-end job ready for a change? How about an exciting career in real estate? Colwell Banker Group One Realty can guide you through every step from real estate school to an enjoyable and profitable career. Our initial interview will give you the honest facts, good and bad, you need to know to make an informed decision. Call Daryl or Paula Beasley or Brian Avera at 362-0007. Colwell Banker, the most trusted name in real estate. Each office independently owned and operated. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. 
Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area, and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. Several agencies in northeast Louisiana are providing food to those in need. Agencies such as Christian Community Action in Ruston, the Salvation Army Pantry in Monroe, and the Union Community Action in Farmable. This is State Representative Rob Shadowin asking you to help the Food Bank of Northeast Louisiana help provide this food. To find out more, please visit fbnela.org. Thank you. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. Don't miss out on huge savings off MSRP. How about a 32 by 80, four bedroom, two bath for only $79,995. That's $32 a square foot. See it or one of our 35 light and decorated models at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Family Counseling Center in Ruston. Comprehensive, caring counseling for our community. My wife and I, uh, we were struggling there for a little while, so we, we went through this program, and it, the program was geared toward um, strengthening family bonds, and it was very helpful for us. Call Family Counseling Center 255-5753. I learned not only to be a better husband, but a better father to my children. We still have our challenges, like I said, but we have our resources in place, uh, and those challenges never become overwhelming anymore. When we deal with them, we, we have the tools that we need to, to deal with them. Family Counseling Center. A ministry of Louisiana United Methodist Children and Family Services in partnership with the Lincoln Health Foundation. So it's just a matter of, of asking for that help and not being ashamed to say, hey, you know, there's something something not quite right here. It's amazing what they can do. So life is good. Call for a confidential appointment, 255-5753. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back to The Edge. Sports Talk 97.7. Jamie Foxx, Mark Kramer here with you. Send guys home. We're too lax in the United States. If a guy doesn't want to go in the game like you saw him in a with the guy from Cleveland and the NBA, you know, that came in, wanted to go in or was going to get sent in garbage time for the for a playoff game. Man, I'm not going in. Well, you know what? The World Cup is different. Croatia had a guy who had been starting most of their national team season. He didn't start the game, this game. I think it was their first game in the World Cup, Jamie. And – so in the middle of the game, and it wasn't a garbage time or anything, in the middle of the game, the coach uh, wants to put him in the game as a sub, and the guy won't go in. He says, I'm not going in. So, and they promptly said, take the uh, – we've got a plane ticket. Exactly. To- yeah, exactly. We touched on this a little bit yesterday uh, at the very end of the sports company. But, yeah, they sent, sent him packing. 
had said, okay, you don't want to, wait a minute. You don't want to go in. You don't, you're going to refuse to go in as a sub. You know what? Here's your plane ticket. And they may have even put him on a bus to Siberia to get back to Croatia. But hey, here's your plane ticket. See ya. You're out of here. Now, you know, I'm all about, you know, I'm all about giving people, you know, a chance once in a while. But when something blatant like that, you know, we seem to be uh, the society of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh uh, chances. I like that, and especially on something like that where, you know, you're talking about a character issue, you're walking out on your teammates, uh, you're putting yourself ahead of your team uh, more by, you know, oh, I'm not playing, I'm going to take my ball and go home. In that situation, I like the no tolerance policy. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I think it. I think it, it was addressed yesterday, and I think it speaks to probably the way, like you said, a lot of people feel. We, we are a. I agree, we're probably a country of second chances, but fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. But I mean, when you are in the World Cup and you have the opportunity to participate, and because you're normally a starter and don't, you're not starting for whatever reason. I mean, I don't know, but it's not important. It's a it's a team sport, and. So you're not basically saying I'm more important than the team. And, and and you're right. I mean, if I'm in Croatia or any of those countries close to uh, Russia, I'm not messing around. I'm not taking a chance on Vladimir uh, getting across with me. I'm not going to uh, – I may end up in a gulag in uh, in somewhere in, uh, in Serbia. So I'm not really trying to – that's not a place or a country where you really want to tempt fate, I would think. And he did it. And um, I don't know if that uh, plane went back to its original airport, quite frankly. It may have been, I mean, and I don't know if he had a parachute with him when they may have pushed him out over somewhere. Uh, But hopefully not. But uh, that was a poor sportsmanship, and I think it it didn't reflect well on an otherwise pretty uh, incredible World Cup to this point. I just thought, I just, I I just like the the way that the uh, national team handled that. By just saying, what? You don't want to play. Well, you know what? You're, see ya. Your, your, yeah. ticket will be, your ticket will be in your room when you get back to the hotel. So I kind of I like that. Uh, of course. Uh, it, send a message. Yeah, send in a message. That's right. Uh, moving on to, again, the College World Series. Had a couple of texts on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union text line uh, about uh, Russell says, go hogs. And uh, Leroy also uh, asked for our selections. Uh, we made them yesterday, uh, but uh, he had to hop off before he heard what we had to say yesterday at the end of the show. But uh, to reiterate, I, I picked, uh, even though my heart's with Arkansas, I picked Oregon State. I have to be, have to be objective, you know, in, in this job. So I think Oregon State has just a teeny bit of an edge. Again, as I said yesterday, uh, now, it may change a little bit with the extra rest, the extra day's rest that some of the starting pitching has been able to get. But I think the bats are going to outdo the pitching a little bit. I'd be surprised if there was any low-scoring games. And what I mean is, you know, 3-1, to 4-2 to two kind of games. I think they're going to be more 6-4, to 7-5 to five kind of games. Uh, I just think the overall depth of the Oregon State pitching staff uh, especially the middle relief guys will uh, take over just a little bit more. I still think it'll go three games, 
and it may be a a one two a one or two run deficit uh, for the loser in game three. I just think Oregon State will probably eke it out uh, and win the College World Series. I hope Arkansas does. Like I said, my heart's with Arkansas. Uh, went to high school in Arkansas, finished high school in Arkansas, and also played college baseball in Arkansas. So, um, Zooey Pig. Yeah, that's where my heart lies, but uh, I still think that Oregon State will kind of will eke it out in the at the end. But I think it'll be very entertaining. I still think it'll be three games, and uh, I think it'll be uh, a lot of fun to watch uh, to watch the College World Series. Want to remind everybody that GB Cooley wants you to support local cause in North Louisiana, and that's the Louisiana Special Olympics. And our sponsors have been Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, and Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane in Monroe. Well, Mr. Aloha, Tom Selleck should be back tomorrow. <laughs> and it's been great fun uh, being on the show uh, for uh, the last week and a half. Jamie, it's been great. Thanks for uh, putting up with me for that amount of time. And thanks to and thanks to Terry for uh, trusting us enough to at least keep the keep the show afloat till he gets back. Indeed. So and thanks uh, to John as well. And well, we always thank John Tabor. We couldn't do anything without him, and he makes us sound a lot smarter than we really are. So Indeed. thanks again. Uh, Terry should be back tomorrow for the Edge, and again thanks to Jamie for these cats. I'm Mark Kramer. Join us again tomorrow on The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday 